You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's a Friday edition of Locked On Lions, everybody, on the Locked On Podcast and Network. Matt Derry with you on this Friday, March 19th, into the weekend and Saturday, March 20th. Thanks for listening and joining us today. It was a big day down in Allen Park as Dan Campbell, Brad Holmes spoke and both talked about and introduced Jared Goff. Yes, the newest Detroit Lions quarterback, the starting quarterback. No, Tim Boyle wasn't introduced. Jared Goff was. You'll hear from the new Lions starting quarterback, number 16, coming up in moments as we'll play you the first five or six minutes of his press conference from earlier today. What did Dan Campbell specifically say he liked most about Jared Goff? We'll get into that as well. Uh, An update on Kenny Galladay. He's like the last receiver standing in free agency. Uh, Kenny Galladay is holding out for $18.5 million a year. Good luck. He wanted five at a hundred, and that's why the Lions never re-signed him uh, two year, uh, a year and a half ago when they were offering him a contract. Now he's still holding out. He and his agent Todd Franz won eighteen and a half million dollars, and there are reports that Galde has some offers. We'll get into that. The goat, the greatest of all time when it comes to long snappers, is back. Don Muehlbach, and. Let's talk about the newest Lions wide receiver, shall we? Brashad Perriman, Brett's son, is here. All of that today on Locked On Lions. As we thank you for joining us on a Friday edition. Uh, rare Friday show, but we're doing it because free agency is uh, hot and heavy. Um, I can't believe I just said that, but I did. We got March Madness going on, everything else. So hope everybody's having a good day. The sun is shining. You cannot complain, can you? Uh, going into this weekend. Nice performance by Michigan State last night. (laughs) Wow. That was bad. Um, Talk about a team with no guards. Like, how do you have no guards? No no guards. Anyway. uh, Find us us on Twitter, at Dairy Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions, and also the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. All right, let's start with this. Jared Goff is here. The new Lions quarterback, of course, acquired on the trade for Matthew Stafford. Dan Campbell talked about golf today, and you're going to hear from golf in a second. And one of the things Dan Campbell kept talking about was we were looking for players in free agency, whether it was re-signing Romeo Aquara or re-signing Jalen Reeves-Maben or signing Josh Hill or all these guys that Campbell went through today. Um, they were looking for two things. Number one, grit. And number two, football character. So, again, this is a rebuild, but it's also a remodeling of this organization and turning it into a more uh, high-character, tougher uh, outfit and one that has a better culture. And Dan Campbell basically said, everybody we either re-signed or signed fits that grit and football character mantra. As far as Jared Goff goes, he said he wants three things in his quarterback. Number one, toughness. Number two, durability. And number three, is he a winner? And he said Goff is all of those things. He's tough, he's durable, and he's a winner. And, you know, it was interesting to hear Dan Campbell basically say, look, Jared, when we traded for you, 
All I'm asking you to do is play quarterback. I'm not asking you to be the savior. I'm not asking you to be the fran- a face of the franchise like your predecessor was. I'm not asking you to cure cancer. I'm not asking you to become the mayor of Allen Park or Detroit. Just come in and play quarterback. And he put some, Campbell did, some pressure on his receivers. Like He said that freaking, he goes, freaking get open and catch the ball. Because they believe that Jared Goff is going to do well. You can hear it when Brad Holmes speaks. You can hear it when Dan Campbell speaks. So this talk, like I said yesterday on the podcast, about Tim Boyle and the Green Bay writers saying he's going to take the job from golf and this is an open competition, that's ridiculous. You can hear it in Dan Campbell's words, and even to an extent Brad Holmes. They love this guy. They think Jared Goff needed a change of scenery, needed to get away from Sean McVay. Those are my words, not theirs. And that he's tough, durable, and he wins a lot of games, and he's going to come here and win. Remember, he went to Cal. They had won one game, I think, his first year or the year before he got there. Uh, he was 0-7 his first year as a Rams starter before he got hurt in that two or three win season, four win season for the Rams his first year in the NFL. So let's hear from Jared Goff and what he had to say today. And we will uh, do that coming up next. First, though, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we got to tell you about our friends at betonline.ag. You love these March Madness games? If you got Oral Roberts in the points, you are excited. They're up at the half on Ohio State. BetOnline's the place to go to put down your money. BetOnline.ag. And all of these March Madness games, football might be done, but we got March Madness. We got the NBA and the NHL. Get yourself an account. It's free at betonline.ag. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. They even cover awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Just go to the website, betonline.ag. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON. All right, BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, the best odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Use the promo code LOCKEDON at betonline.ag. Get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, folks, Jared Goff, courtesy of DetroitLions.com, met the media today for the first time. His girlfriend was there with him, and, um, well, she wasn't on the podium, but uh, Jared Goff wearing a Lions blue polo shirt. He's ready to take questions and to be welcomed to Detroit. Take a listen. Hello. How you guys doing? Um, first of all, I want to thank Sheila, Rod, Dan, Brad, obviously, for bringing me here. It's uh, something I'm, I'm so excited about and, and so be, so excited to be able to talk about finally. Um, it's had to be quiet, obviously, for so long. But um, spending the week out here this week and, and, and being here and, and seeing the city and, and going downtown and going to dinner and being here with my girlfriend Kristen and being able to spend time here it's it's been uh so eye-opening and so so fulfilling for me I think you know that what, what I feel every day being here so far is how badly the city um wants and needs to win and wants and needs their football team to win and you know I'm now the quarterback here and I'm excited to provide that and uh, here for questions all right first question Tim Twentyman DetroitLions.com hey Jared welcome to Detroit thank you you know, today starts the, the second chapter of, of your career. What is it that you want Lions fans to know about you the most? I'm going to give them everything I got every day. 
And I think uh, here and and what I've learned about this city is is that's that's all they ask for. Just get, just give them everything you got because that's what these people do. And um, I come from that's my background is 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 doing everything you can every single day to be prepared on Sunday. And and I've done it obviously in the NFL, but I think going all the way back to when I first started playing football, that's always kind of been my my mantra: leave no stone unturned, do everything you can. Sunday will take care of itself and. Um, hopefully we can build a winner here together with Dan and Brad and, and obviously the, all the other pieces here. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a very exciting time for me, and, and I'm hoping all Lions fans are excited as well. Dave Burkett, Detroit Free Press. Hey, Jared, welcome to town. Thank um, you. Two things for you. First, uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk here, I guess, about whether you're the, the quarterback for one year or two or ten or, you know, whether you're a bridge guy or the guy to build around. Um, what, what has Brad and the organization told you about that? And to what extent do you think this season will determine, you know, what direction uh, you guys go with that? Yeah, I, I know they're both very excited to have me. And that's that's all you can ask for as a player in this league is to have guys that believe in you, have guys who want you, have guys who are excited about you. And it's my job to do my best every day. This league's full of competition. No matter who's in the building, I've got to compete my ass off every day, excuse me, and um, do my best. And uh, I, I will do that every day and um, plan to do that. And then second, you know, you went through, obviously, I think when you went to Cal, you guys were a, a one-win program, and, and the Rams were 4-12 and in your first year. Uh, and then, you know, three double-digit win seasons the last four years. So the Lions, they're in a rebuild right now, and, and who knows how this season goes. But how have your past experiences, I guess, set you up to navigate this process of uh, yeah, you know, leading I, the organization? I don't, I don't see it as a, as a rebuild at all, to be honest. I know you guys are going to throw that word around. I don't see it as that at all. I think it, it takes the right pieces to – to win, but it can happen in one off season. It's going to take a lot of hard work. And that's the challenge that I think I'm most excited for is, is this challenge of, of bringing this team and bringing this city and bringing this culture back to, to what it should be. And, um, I, I know it won't happen overnight. I know it won't happen in a week. It won't happen in a month, but, um, it can happen very quickly. It, it takes the right people and, um, they're, they're doing it the right way. And I think from all I've heard about Sheila and everything she's done since she got to take over in May, it's, it's really been a special thing so far. Thank you. Again, welcome to town. Thank you. Go to Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com. Yeah, Coach Campbell talked about grit and winning. I just wonder what it means to you that all the stats on your stat sheet, you have you've won games. What does that mean as a quarterback that you've been able to win? I, th- I think, you know, obviously it's a, it's a team sport, so there's, you know, a, a lot more people involved than just the quarterback. But I think from, from my standpoint, um, it's, it's knowing how to win and, and knowing, you know, what it takes and, and and being there and doing it, I think that that is important. I think, you know, I've I've won playoff games and and, and know what it, know what it feels like to be in those moments and am so excited to hopefully bring that to Detroit. And I, I think that grit that you talk about is something that this city embodies and something I've always embodied. And you know, I'm from California. I, I played in L.A., but uh, I, I grew up in an area that um, you know does embody that grit. And it's the way I was raised is is to do your best every day. And um, something I've always taken a lot of pride in, like Dan mentioned, is being able to stay on the field. I think that's super important. Availability is the best ability you can have, and, and I've been uh, pretty consistent at that. And also the grit part, yeah, the 0-7 start as a rookie and you know, the one win at NKL. What got you through that on an individual basis? Without yeah, those are, tough, those are tough times. I think those, that kind of tests who you are as a man, and um, I think, you know, looking back on those times, I'm so happy I went through them. I, I, I learned a lot about myself, was able to grow a lot, and was able to, you know, draw on that for motivation as time went on. And, and I still do, you know, I still think back to that one in 11 year and how that felt. And, and, and like you mentioned, my rookie year, losing all seven games that I played in, 
how that felt and, and what it took to get out of that and, and, and all that I learned from those games. It's so important, I think, to a career to kind of hit the, hit the rock bottom at times and, and be able to climb back up. All right, so there's some audio from Jared Goff. He plans to put us over the top, he says. And this is not a rebuild. He says, you guys can call it a rebuild, but you can win right away in this league. So Jared Goff is not looking at this as some sort of reclamation project. He looks at it as, yeah, we're going to be younger, got some new pieces, but you guys can call it a rebuild. We want to go win right away. So I like the words. I like what Jared is saying. Those are all the right things, but it's going to take some time. Let's be realistic here. This team is 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 off of a, I don't even know what, what was the Lions record last year, 5-6 win team, okay, 5-11 and 11, I think that is losing Matthew Stafford, is losing Kenny Galladay, all right, has said goodbye to uh, Danny, some pretty good veterans like Danny Shelton and Matt Prater, all right, uh, Danny Amendola, Marvin Jones. And it's tough to replace those players. You're not upgrading at wide receiver unless you take one at seven and the guy turns out to be a stud. The defensive line hopefully will be better. Three more years of Oquara, a healthy Trey Flowers. All right, but you're going to have a young secondary. You're going to have young linebackers. Um, so let's just wait and see here. It's going to take a little time. But can it take less time if Jared Goff performs at a high level and this team blocks for him? Absolutely. Absolutely. What's going on with Kenny Galladay? It's not good. Not good for Kenny, at least. We'll tell you about that coming up next. Also, the newest Lions wide receiver and the mule is back. First, though, we've been telling you about Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is amazing. Low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, incredibly-tasting protein bar with 100% of chocolate on all bars. Now's the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's Built Bar Madness. First day of March Madness, we're still going strong with Built Bar Madness. How about today's matchup? This is a dandy. Caramel Brownie in the sweetest 16 going up against Double Chocolate. Uh, Double Chocolate is good. Remember Abe from Dearborn, legendary caller and friend of mine from 105.1 Days? Uh, Abe bought um, uh, some Double Chocolate, and he liked it. He said that was his personal favorite. So in the sweetest 16, caramel brownie and double chocolate with the winner to face the winner of coconut uh, brownie chunk and lemon almond cheesecake. Uh, Built Bars are great, man. I got my churro marshmallow puffs today in the mail. Thank you, Built Bar. Appreciate that. These puffs are popular. Nathan Litke, he's a big puffs guy. Uh, so go to the website, check it out, builtbar.com, or go to at built underscore or at bar underscore built on Twitter to see the matchups. Remember to use the promo code if you're going to buy some of these babies. Locked15 to get 15% off your next order. That is locked15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com. Check back to see you on today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. All right, so as of 4 o'clock here on a Friday, Kenny Galladay remains unsigned. The former Lions wide receiver who turned down, turned down $18 million a year from the Detroit Lions because he was looking for a reported five-year, $100 million contract. 
Um, Kenny Galladay has offers now from the Chicago Bears, a one-year deal. He's talked to the New York Giants for a couple of days. And the Chicago Bears, reportedly, according to Brad Biggs of the Chicago Tribune, have offered him a one-year deal between 11 and $12 million. So, how about that? Galladay, Galladay turned down multi, multiple years and like $18 million from the Lions. Now, he's getting one-year offers at like 11 or $12 million. Today, Juju Smith-Schuster signed with the Steelers for one year and $8 million. Nobody's giving money to wide receivers. So Galladay was still wanting $18.5 million, according to Mike Florio. He's not going to get it. The New York Giants released Golden Tate. They're not going to be breaking the bank for Kenny Galladay, I wouldn't think. The Bengals are like, here's a one-year deal. Show us you're healthy. The Bears are offering them one year. They don't have a ton of money. They just cut Kyle Fuller, their best corner. So, very, very, very unlikely that the KG Beast is going to get what he wants. Now, he's going to have to maybe go back out into the market next year and just agree to a one-year deal somewhere. I think he ends up with the Giants. I think his agent, obviously, is playing the Giants and Bears and Bengals against each other. But we'll have to uh, we'll have to see how this goes. But, man, not a good look for Kenny Galladay's agent. Turning down the no, no, unless he just didn't want to come back to Detroit, but he had 18 million on the table, reportedly from the Lions. And remember, he's 28 years old, 27 going on 28. Is someone going to give him that five and 100 at 28, 29 next off season? Really good football player was clearly the best Lions weapon, but man, Kenny Galladay bet on himself, and uh, it's not working out. As far as the newest Lions wide receiver, Brashad Perriman signed yesterday. Randy Bullock, of course, a new kicker from the Bengals. He's good. Brashad Perriman signed a one-year deal worth $3 million with the Lions. And people are like, oh, Brashad Perriman, he's not bad. And, oh, it's Brett Perriman's son. What a cool story. Folks, Brashad Perriman is about to be on his sixth team in five years. His sixth team... In five years. Three years with the Ravens. Was a former first-round pick in 2015. Didn't play that year. He was out for the year. 2016, 2017, both with Baltimore. Very disappointing. Uh, Went to Cleveland in 2018. Played in 10 games. Caught 16 passes and two touchdowns. Signed a pretty nice deal with the Tampa Bay Bucs in 2019. Got a one-year deal, but got... Uh, $4 million, and actually had a decent year. 36 catches, 645 yards, six touchdowns, including a a couple of touchdowns against the Lions and Jameis Winston in the box when they lit up Detroit at Ford Field. Uh, Moved on to the Jets last year, got a one-year deal for $6 million, 12 games, 30 catches, 505 yards, three touchdowns, two of those coming in that Monday night game in Week 9 against the Patriots. Um. He's not that good. I got news for you. Brashad Perriman is not a lock to make the team. I know the Lions don't have a lot of receivers, but for those of you doing depth charts going, oh, yeah, Brashad Perriman, he'll be the he'll be with Cephas and Tyrell Williams. There's a chance he doesn't make the team. He's not that good. I've never been wowed by Brashad Perriman. 
Never. First round pick in 2015 by the Ravens. Pick number 26, three years there. He went to the Redskins in 2018 and didn't even make the team. He got cut, then signed with the Browns. I mean, he's he's okay. But if Rashad Perriman is your, to me, if he's your fourth receiver, that's fine. But if he's one, two, or three, then you don't have much of a receiving core. So I know it's a cool story, and his dad played number 80, Brett Perriman. Of course, Brett, Herman Moore, Johnny Morton, and Brett Perriman's a great dude. But his son is an average player. He's okay. He had one, he's had one really good year with Tampa, and that wasn't even that good. So for a guy that was a former first-round pick, I got to call it like I see it, folks. He's never sniffed 1,000 yards receiving. So I'm not doing cartwheels over that. Great to that that the GOAT, the mule, Don Mulebach is back. Think about this. Don Mulebach is about to head into his 18th season with the Lions as he signed another one-year deal today. He's 40 years old and will be the team's long snapper, you'd figure, again. He is now going to play for his ninth different head coach with the Lions. <laughs> How awesome is that? His ninth different head coach with the Lions. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. I mean, Don Muehlbach, talk about popular guys, great guys, tradition like no other for a long snapper, and just is so well-liked and so popular and great in the locker room and everything else. But he's about to play for his ninth different head coach. That's crazy. We're talking. Um, hold on, I want to. I want to make sure I get this right in terms of the Lions head coaches that he's played for. So Dan Campbell. So he started in. So this is his ninth different head coach. So we're talking. One, two, three. Wait a minute. Well, hold on. I'll get this right. One, two, three, four, five, six. I mean, he didn't start with Bobby Ross because this is year 18. So he played for Marty Morningwig, Steve Mariucci. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Marty Morningwig, Steve Mariucci, Dick Geron. One, two, three. Rod Marinelli, Jim Schwartz, five. Jim Caldwell, six. Matt Patricia, seven. Daryl Bevel, eight. Dan Campbell, nine. Because he was here with Marty Morningwig in 2002. <laughs> Don Muehlbach. Unbelievable. Morningwig, Mariucci, Geron, Marinelli, Schwartz, Caldwell, Patricia, Bevel, Dan Campbell. I guess you could say 10 if you want to say Robert Prince for one game. That's remarkable. So shout out to the Lions for bringing back number 48, Don Muehlbach. All right, that'll do it for the Friday into the weekend edition of Lockdown Lions right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. We're back again next week, everybody. Thanks for listening.